0: Hunters have all kinds of methods to catch their prey. There's ambushing, stalking, and plain old brute force. But one of the most clever ways may be luring. Snakes are usually predators of the ambush variety, though they'll engage in a stalking or two. But one desert viper has been known to employ a lure that would make the most experienced fishermen blush. But anatomical trickery may be the key to this serpent's survival in life, death, and taxonomy. life death and taxonomy it's your 30 minutes of interesting animal info i'm joe and i am carlos thank you to cassie for the creation of our theme song to hear more of cassie's music search cassie michelle on youtube and today we're talking about something we were supposed to talk about a few weeks ago but goofed and now we're talking about it now more on that now
1: we the royal we
0: the royal we yes (laughs) <laughs> but yes, uh, we,
1: we, so, so this is going to sound familiar, but this is the one that we meant to talk about.
0: But there's the major fact is very, 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 very different.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we're talking about just the, a combination of everyone's two favorite things. If I just walked down the street and said, hey, what are your two favorite things? Uh, I imagine that probably, I want to say 67% of people um, would say spiders and snakes. And then, <laughs> uh, and then God went ahead and made that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He made the he made the spider-tailed, horned viper. So it's just the it's the devil incarnate. Uh, in fact, one of my my very first nickname is the devil you think you know. <laughs> uh, it's also I'm also calling it the air traffic control snake. <laughs> okay, which we'll talk about and the scales of justice.
0: <laughs> good,
1: good, good, good. It uh, w- would have been a, a good addition to the Justice League. But yeah, spider-tailed horn viper. Let's let's go ahead and just dive right into the taxonomy because uh, I get to say some fun words, like <laughs> the kingdom Animalia. Because you know what you love, you're in it. You gotta have it. You like it. You want some more of it Key Largo. It. Montego <laughs> baby why don't we go down to Phylum Chordata of course it's a snake this class is oh boy I wrote this from memory but I probably should have looked at it Rep that's not the, that's not it there's an eye in it isn't there
0: it's Reptilla Reptilia, reptilia. Yeah, it is oh. Reptilia there is the eye okay yeah it's Reptilia uh.
1: Goodness, I'm I've, I second guess myself all the time with that. The order <laughs> is Squamata. What's Squamata with you? I've been bitten by a snake. Uh, the suborder is Serpentes. I wrote Spurpentes because um, I don't look at my hands when I type. Uh, the phylum, fil- or the sorry, the family is a Viperidae. It's a whole family of vipers. Uh, it's not a family you want to marry into. <laughs> uh, the ge- the genus is pseudocerastes. Pseudocerastes. Sorry. Um
0: similar to a serasties.
1: Yeah, well if you remember in our horned viper episode, maybe I want to say six or seven episodes ago, it was Sarastes Serastes was the uh, nomenclature. And this is pseudocerastes, so you'd think, but it's not. And the species is Eurachnoides Urachno- Urachnoides.
0: I recognize some of those syllables.
1: Yes, like ac. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it's it means uh spider like, which would be I guess Peter Parker's uh nomenclature. So it's the it's pseudo uracnoides. Urachnoides. Cool it's the nomenclature. but we're not done naming things. Because we're in the business of naming things, we—I guess—we make money naming. We don't. <laughs> uh, it's time for my favorite part of the show, and that part of the show is k- 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 the part of the show where I ask you, Joe, a question, and that question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal? What is the, the term of venery? Is another way to say it? Or what is the collective noun? So, if you saw a group of snakes, if you just on the off chance plunge through an ancient Egyptian tomb on your way looking for a map to the Ark of the Covenant and you found that there was a bunch of snakes in there. Would you call it A. A tangle of snakes B. A den of snakes C. A mass of snakes or D. A slither of snakes
0: A mass, a den of slither. What's the first one? Tangle Tangle. I guess I'm gonna go with a mass, but I have no like reasoning for my choice. Oh, I don't like it, but whatever, we're going with it.
1: Okay. All right. Just just go with your heart. Listen to what your heart says about snakes. Uh, well, actually, you're wrong. The answer was den.
0: The the heart <laughs> is evil and not to be trusted.
1: Yes, uh, it, is, it
0: is fallen.
1: Um. Because the answer yes, it's a den of snakes.
0: That was my second guess, actually.
1: I thought you would get that because it's even a bo- den of vipers. Like, yeah,
0: of you bro- It's a brood. It's a
1: brood of vipers. That's what. That's that.
0: Jesus says den. I think in some translations,
1: den of thieves.
0: Oh, den of thieves.
1: Maybe. Yeah, you've, you've turned my father's house into a den of thieves. Oh, anyway. I'm thinking a den of thieves. This, that was yeah, the best. Uh, the, the best Aladdin sequel, Aladdin <laughs> and the Den of Thieves.
0: <laughs> Aladdin and the Brood of Vipers.
1: <laughs> um, Alright, so let's talk about where this guy lives, the spider-tailed horn viper. He lives, he has a pretty, actually pretty limited range. I wasn't, su- I was pretty surprised. Um just lives in West Iran. I thought it would be all over maybe North Africa and the uh, and into the Middle East and Nope, just A Fertile
0: Crescent.
1: Just the I don't know, it's not. That's Iraq. Is it? Yeah.
0: You but you thought it would be located in Iraq. Yes, yes, everywhere. I thought it
1: would be all all up and down there. Yeah, the um well, western Iran it borders Iraq. So but I think the Fertile Crescent is not in anywhere near Iran. Anyway, the point is, is that it likes dry, arid, desert-like brushland with lots of rocky areas and caves Elbows. to hide in. That does not sound very fertile, Crescenty to me. I don't. I'm not getting a Tigris or a Euphrates vibe from that. <laughs> so yeah, it's it likes the it likes the desert, which is why I'm surprised it's not in more desert areas because there's a lot of that going around over there. Uh, but so let's let's talk about what it looks like, in case you missed our episode on the Horn Viper. Uh go back and listen to it. But it looks pretty, very similar to the Horn Viper with some titular differences. It is shortish, thickish, and it has very spiky scales. Kinda looks like jackfruit skin, if you know what a jackfruit yeah. is. Um that like twenty pound fruit that uh is just covered in spikes. Like a like a pawpaw. Or a prickly pear, Jackson so don't, fruit. Don't pick a raw paw, and next time, beware. <laughs> it has uh, the that so the snake has the characteristic wide triangular head of a viper, uh, and it has a series of scales that form those devilish horns above the eyes. It's Devilishly uh, handsome, I guess, for a snake. The eyes are yellowish tan and have those vertical cat pupils um or cats have spider pupils i'm not i'm not really sure that's a chicken and egg thing they uh, both
0: have witcher pupils <laughs> yes it's both
1: they have gerald pup- pupils um spidey's scales have a base tan with uh some brown sunspots patterned down the length of his body Kind of like a diamond old bat, man's probably.
0: hand. Oh, okay, different.
1: What? Yeah, or two two uh, kinds of people. Sure. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> different strokes. Um, like all vipers, Spidey has a pair of sharp fangs that act as hypodermic needles to inject venom into its prey. And like all snakes, he can unhinge, quote unquote. You're my air quotes. Look at them, I said. Uh, it it can unhinge its jaw to swallow prey several times larger than its head. Now the reason for the air quotes is because they don't actually unhinge or dislocate their jaws, uh, since they were never hinged in the first place. I actually just looked this up because uh, you always think of like, oh, snakes unhinge their jaws to be able to eat, you know, deer and stuff. Um, but there's no there's no hinge. You can't dislocate it like you can ours because they that's not how they work. They're just attached by a stretchy ligament or on. <laughs> Stretchy ligaments on either side.
0: So they continued to non-hinge their jaw.
1: Yeah, they keep their, they they really work hard on keeping their uh, jaws uh, unhinged, anyway. <laughs> Never c- continuing the status quo of of, of non-hingement. <laughs> um, and other than that, there's nothing else to say about its appearance. Uh, completely normal and boring snake tail. Uh, moving on.
0: Oh, except for its size. Dimensions, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said shortish and thickish, so that that suffices. What could that mean ish? Well, welcome to the Blood Measure Up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show. The part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for not just me, not just you, the whole family. Mm. It's also part of the show that's produced by you when you send an audio of yourself saying, singing, or Hissing. the Ooh. words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com we don't have a new measure up intro this week i'm pretty sure that no, means yeah, we yeah. get to hear from an animal <laughs> that we were supposed to hear from last week so you're gonna there's some tonal differences in terms of the animal choices uh and carlos has to guess what it is
1: okay here we go okay Bring it on
0: without further ado the listener's favorite part of the show the fun sound. I don't it hurts. <laughs> so, is that a Sanford sea eagle, b a kelp gull, c an Australasian Australasian gannet, or d a Laysan albatross? A Laysan albatross? Sure. Australasian? Like- <laughs>
1: huh it sounded a lot like the uh seahorses that Jiminy Cricket rides on when they go to it when
0: does sound like a seahorse they go
1: to fight it doesn't it doesn't sound anything like a sea
0: sounds horse. just like a seahorse
1: sounds like a Disney seahorse from the late 60s I'll give I'll give them that um I have no idea I, albatrosses are really big so I imagine they have really deep voices they'd sound like uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. That's just all all albatrosses <laughs> in my head sound like that. Um, I'm gonna go with whatever ended with the word gull.
0: Kelp gull.
1: Yes, that one.
0: Final answer. Yes. The correct answer is Laysan albatross.
1: An al- oh wow, that doesn't sound like Kevin Michael Richardson at all.
0: No, unless he was you know doing a seahorse impression.
1: That'd be very impressive. <laughs>
0: uh, let's talk about length. They are, well, by they, I don't mean Kevin Michael Richardson or <laughs> Albatross. I'm talking about the spider-tailed hornet, horned viper. <laughs> uh, they are 531 millimeters or 20 inches, thereabouts. How many vipers go into Mount Damavand, the tallest mountain in Iran? Here's a hint. The mountain is is significant in Persian (laughs) Persian, I wrote. Persian (laughs) mythology and folklore. And it's depicted on Iran's uh, 10,000 rials banknote.
1: Alright, I'm going 15,000 feet. And this is about a little over a foot and a half. So I guess I will say... 9,000 snakes. 9,000 spider-tailed, horned vipers going to Mount
0: Donovan. <laughs> uh, Donovan. The correct Close answer, the final answer?
1: Yes, yes, yes. The correct 000.
0: answer is 11,041.8 oh. snakes. The mountain is 5,609.2 meters or 18,403 feet tall. It was Pretty darn close. When it comes to mountain height, that's pretty close.
1: Yeah. I just... What's what's 3,000
0: feet among friends?
1: <laughs> uh, very tall friends.
0: <laughs> uh, let's talk about weight.
1: The, Not my weight.
0: The Persian horned viper, which is another viper in the genus, um, is about 500 grams or 1.1 pounds. They're about the same length. So unless there's a very large thickness difference, then they're probably the same weight or similar. How many snakes go into the world's heaviest bird? Do you know what that is?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with ostrich.
0: That's correct. (laughs)
1: Like, I definitely thought of ostrich, but I was like, there's no. I'm racking my brain for any bird that even comes close.
0: Yeah, here's a hint. The ostrich can be up to nine feet tall. And we're going with a nine-foot-tall male, their weight. So the upper end of average.
1: I'm going to say they're 200 pounds. They might be a little bit much. But I've never picked one up before, so... I don't have much to go on. It's a lot Um, to carve. I know that when I... South Africa, if you were more than 150 pounds, you could not ride them. Interesting. Did you eat it? Yeah, I had lots of, lots, lots, oh my goodness, lots of ostrich. <laughs> is a...
0: it like a poultry kind of meat or is it more gamey or like, like almost like a red meat?
1: It's a red, it's a lean red meat.
0: Wow.
1: They there was a restaurant just down the street from my hostel, and they sold. Uh, they had a really, really great uh, gorgonzola ostrich burger, and uh, with like caramelized onions, and oh, so good. I had it basically every day.
0: Is that? I wonder if it's mixed with beef, or if it's just straight ostrich.
1: I assumed it was straight ostrich. No indication that it wasn't. Um, but I guess you know who knows they could have been feeding me anything. It definitely had a very distinct flavor. Um, but it, I don't know. I I couldn't tell you what gamey tastes like, so it might have been that. But anyway,
0: did you figure it out?
1: Y- yeah, yeah. We're gonna so we're gonna say two hundred pounds.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And um, how much, how, how heavy is the, is the snake?
0: About a pound point one.
1: All right. We're going to go with hundred and ninety. hundred
0: and ninety snakes. snakes. Yep. Final answer. Yep. It's about two hundred and fifty four point five snakes.
1: Ooh. It's
0: a- Male ostrich can be up to two hundred and eighty pounds. It's
1: a heavy bird. Heavy boy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there was a lot lost in that point one pound too.
1: I just i i shaved ten off, just because I'm not about to do actual math. <laughs> We're estimating here.
0: Okie dokie. You got any fast facts before we get into the general fact? I do. Let's 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 knock them
1: out. Uh, so it loves to eat birds, and that's all I'll say. That's its diet. Um. It has a strike of 0.2 seconds, which allows it to accelerate up to 28 Gs.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Which would kill people. <laughs> uh, even fighter pilots rarely uh, go past 10. so uh, And they can't sustain it for long, for sure. So that's uh, insane. Vipers used only- to be... Con-
0: if it's only point two seconds, it might not kill people.
1: I don't know; it might like break your bones or something like that. <laughs> oh like, well, okay. I, that, I don't know what yeah. experience tw- experiencing twenty eight G's for any portion of time would do to you. Um, but so vi- vipers used to be considered as having the fastest strike among snakes, but that title is now held by the Texas rat snake, according to the University of Louisiana. Hmm. So they could get, I think it's just they could get up to um, 28 G's in acceleration more consistently and frequently than Vipers.
0: And that's all I got. Interesting. Okay. Well, get ready because I went a little crazy with alliteration. So here we go. If you find yourself hiking... In a Middle Eastern desert, only to find a spider doing figure eights on a nearby rock, resist the urge to go and pet it. I know you really want to. I do. <laughs> but that's no spider. It's a moon, as in a, a backside, like a backside of a snake. You've been mooned. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a snake's tail, like rattlesnakes. The spider-tailed horned viper's body comes to an interesting ending. Their tails sport more than just your typical tip. These horned vipers have a spiky looking body that ends in an even spikier tail. So looking at it while it's motionless, the tip of the viper's tail looks uh, looks like several spikes pointing outward, ending in a bulbous tip. So it looks like some exotic fruit, like a jackfruit. Um, like well uh, like so, it's making it up uh, this uh, butt ornament l- looking at it
1: my, the best thing i can uh, equate it to is in pirates of the caribbean 2 when they if you haven't seen it close your ear holes um when they when they uh blow up the the kraken's tentacles and it's just like the like the ribs, I guess, of the tentacles, and just like kind of a fleshy, like middle part with this stuff sticking out. That's what I think of when I see this tail. <laughs> I don't know if that resonates with anybody, but um, if it does, uh, uh, tweet at us.
0: <laughs> I'm having a hard time considering that. Uh, but um, when it starts moving. The tail, like an expert fly fisherman back and forth, it looks like some insect or arthropod frantically moving around. Even me, a big-brained human with color vision, can't help but see this tail as some spider skittering around on a rock. So, Mm. the viper has a taste for that sweet, sweet air candy. Birds, as you mentioned, are their preferred meal, and other snakes have... Trouble scoring such a poultry prize. But the spider-tailed viper has a two-part tantalizing tactic. First of all, they have excellent camouflage. Both their coloration and their texture, the texture of their skin, um, blend into the rocky desert environments which they live in. They set, set up base camp in insectivorous bird territory and wait for a hapless victim.
1: Next, so they expose not even a single hap. N-
0: they they're fresh out of hap. A fre- fresh out, <laughs> As happenstance would have it, um, but next they expose their tail and rake it along the ground as if it's a spider crawling on the rock, exposed to birdly predation. The birds who are <laughs> incredibly birdly. Well, The birds who are desperately trying to feed their chicks can't help but to go after every arthropod they can get. They manage to get their beaks around and bring back to their nest. So I saw a video of a bird that was so enamored with the tail and so blind to the body that it landed on the snake's head. And the snake moved slightly, which startled the bird. But still, the bird took the bait so relentlessly that she repositioned and went after the spider tail again only to be snatched by the vipers of animus fangs hmm it like That's and a it, dumb if you w- look at <laughs> if you look at videos it must be some instinct like kicking in like predator predator instinct because and if you look at a video of this tail thing some t- some videos unless it's close up it's like I know that's the tip of a tail, but where is the snake? Like, I can't tell where the snake is. They're very good at at camouflage. And they also like to dangle their tails outside of, like, little crevices and holes. So they'll be, like, literally hidden in the dark.
1: It looks really convincing
0: if I was a bird. I'm just so glad that I'm not walking around the desert with, like, a hankering for snatching up spiders.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the um, the Epoma's Beetle. It's like, oh, I'm just an innocent little bug. Please don't snatch me up. Now I'm going to drain you dry for the rest of your short, miserable life.
0: <laughs> Except for the opponent's Beetle is just like, look, I'm just a little bug. And it is just a little bug. But it's just more right, yeah. formidable. But this is like, oh, I'm just a little bug. No, I'm a full-on snake.
1: Yeah, terrifying! It's like I thought it was a spider, and it turns out to be a full-on snake. I thought it was Love a spider,
0: it. and it turns out to be a, a little worse than a spider.
1: That's Actually, a lot worse quite than a worse. Spider.
0: Quite worse. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would much rather encounter. Spider. Uh, no, I would. Ra- I would much rather encounter literally any single spider than a viper.
0: <laughs> True, but if we have to get bit by one. I don't know which one's better.
1: Does any, literally any spider. Really, there's no be extremely
0: a, venomous spider. Like oh yeah, but widow? that
1: doesn't come close to a snake's to a viper's venom. Huh? Even like the black widow or the brown recluse, like it they they they're hyped up as like the most venomous spiders because they are. But well, they, Bra-
0: brown recluse isn't. It I mean, it's hyped ne- up necrosis. It is hyped up.
1: Uh, but the I, I mean you're you're not likely to die from a a bite from one of them unless you're allergic. But you are very likely to die from like a rattlesnake or a viper bite if you don't get it treated.
0: Very true. They also a deliver lot more venomly. More, yeah. <laughs> Okey dokey. That's all I got.
1: All right. Yeah. Go look up a picture of this if you're not driving. If you are, then finish driving and then go look it up. <laughs>
0: Pull over. This is important. Pull over <laughs> into the next <laughs> gas station and look it off. up and look it up.
1: But uh, yeah, this is, this is what we meant to talk about, but it turns out that the sidewinding was um, also incredibly interesting. That's actually, if I remember right, the fastest, s- If I, I think it's the fastest snake is the side, wi- the sidewinding ones.
0: Is it? What Hold about on. the black racer?
1: Okay, according to safarisafricana.com, the sidewinder uh, is can go can move at eighteen miles per hour, with like the black mamba at twelve, uh, and the southern black racer at ten.
0: The black mamba is pretty deadly too, man. Yeah, that one's a and
1: deadly. It's the quick and the dead. It is Russell. He's the
0: quick, and we're the dead.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, that was the spider-tailed horn viper, Uh, just a a chimera of 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 goodness. Uh, So, for you out there in Podcastia, curl up under a rock, stick your tail out. And lure your prey in with a tasty morsel like the spider-tailed horned viper here in Life, Death, and Taxonomy.
0: Hey LDT listeners, thanks for listening to the end of the episode. For your loyalty, you get a shameless self-promotion from us. If you haven't already, leaving a review on your favorite podcast app can really help us grow. But telling your podcast-loving friends about us is even better. Also don't forget to send in your measure-up intros and animal suggestions to ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. As always, thanks most of all for listening. podcast (laughs) while you think about that I'll be right back
1: alright so it's just you and me the listener let's let's think this through ostriches are 9 feet tall hollow bones uh, gentle dispositions Not that that affects their weight or anything, but it affects my weight. You know, when I'm... My disposition is, like, aggressive or angry, I I tend to eat more. So, I'm just, you know, I'm being real with you for a second. Um, But I don't know if that affects the ostrich. So... And my, I mean, and my bones aren't hollow, as as far as I know. I haven't checked my bones in a, in a little while, but who knows? Oh, he's back. Shh, shh.
0: shh. Did you figure it out? Y-
1: yeah, yeah. We're gonna. So we're gonna say two hundred pounds.
0: <laughs> okay.